Yo, 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 it's your boy, preacher boy. Yo, 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 it's you, boy, preacher boy, and I pray that y'all are having a blessed day. I pray that the Lord is using you in every aspect of your lives. Today is Friday, y'all, and we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy, and to God be the glory for that. Um, before we get started with this week's lesson, y'all know we got to open up with a little word of prayer. <clears throat> so, with that being said... Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you, God, for this day. God, we thank you for all that you're doing in our lives, seen and unseen. God, you brought us through another work week, another school week, another chaotic week, peaceful week. Whatever week we had, dear God, you brought us through it, and we thank you for it, God. God, we thank you for all that you're doing for us, dear God. We ask that you continue to strengthen us and keep us covered in your precious blood, dear God. Dear God, bless tonight's episode and allow something that to be said on tonight that resonates on our hearts to do better than what we did on yesterday, dear God. And even on today, dear God, help us to improve the more. It's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Like I said, y'all, we are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy, and I am truly excited. I'm thankful. I'm blessed. Man, I, I honestly can't complain. I mean, well, I could complain, but it really wouldn't do me any good. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't, it wouldn't do me any good, and so I'm thankful. I, that's, that's all I can really say about that. But before we get in heavy, I need y'all to do me a couple favors. I need y'all, number one, if you don't see somebody on this live... That you know, y'all see the topic, it's already interesting as it is. I need you to share this live with at least five people that are not currently on this live. I need you to go ahead and send it to them, let them know, tap in. Chats with Preacher Boy is currently live and he's dropping some new content. He got some fire. The Lord has spoken and we're trying to share some, some to y'all on today. And while you're doing that, go ahead and like it up. Like this video up for me, like it up, like it up, like it up, and comment in the comment section where you're currently watching from. If you're watching somewhere overseas, if you're in America, wherever you may be, on the couch with your feet kicked up in the air, let me know. I want to know in the comments where you're watching from. With that being said, y'all, let's recap a little bit on this week. This week for me, y'all, I'm not going to lie to y'all, it was... It was a tough week. I, I'll just say that. It was, a, it was an extremely tough week. Um, not for the entire week, but just for a por portion of it. And I'll be honest with y'all. I made a post earlier this week and it said, Today made me want to throw in the towel. I felt like a loser, but I thank God for the people he's put in my life that don't allow me to stay in that sunken place. Just know you too can overcome the obstacles and cares of life. So this week, y'all, some things happened in my career, and I felt like it was like a slap in the face almost. It was like everything that I worked so hard for and everything that I felt like I was prepared for, it's like it got snatched from underneath me before I can even get an opportunity to embrace it. And I felt defeated. Um, I honestly felt like throwing in the towel, you know what I'm saying? But like I said in the post, it was, I truly thank God for the people he's placed around me to not stay in that place that I felt myself going into. 
I felt like I was on the verge of spiraling downhill because of the cares of life that was going on around me. And I felt honestly like, man, what else can I do? But in the midst of all those people that were around, around me, they continued to remind me like, hey, don't you realize that you're going to go through things? You're going to go through persecution. Jesus suffered. So why don't I, why don't you think you're going to suffer? And so I was like, all right, I begin to get an encouragement. I begin to get excited and realize, all right, bet, say less. You know what I'm saying? The week was hectic. There was a lot of, you know, problems here and there. But nevertheless, the good honestly outweighed the bad throughout this week. And so for that, I'm truly thankful. Um, it was a blessing. It's Friday. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for the weekend. I get a break from from work, I get to decompress and reflect on the things where I was weak and where I can improve to do better on next week. Um, so like I said, if you're just now tuning into the live, whether you're on Facebook or Instagram, make sure you share this with a couple of people and like this live up. Drop the likes as many times as you can. It's free. It ain't going to hurt you. It ain't going to cost you one bit. All you got to do is share and like and comment. Do the whole nine. This episode is going to be a little bit interactive. We're going to chop it up about some, some real stuff on today. As you can see, the topic, is watching pornography healthy? So I'm going to let you ponder on that a little bit. I'm going to let you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Get your thoughts together. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be. Drop in the comments. This is a judgment-free zone. I need you to drop in the comments. Is watching pornography healthy? I'm going to give you about 30 seconds. Type yay or nay. Um, maybe. Heck yeah. All the way. Nah, it's dangerous. I want you to tell me in the comments. Is, porno is watching pornography healthy? Yes or no? You ain't got to type why. You ain't got to do none of that. Um, if you're scared to comment, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to press you to do so. But is watching Pornography healthy. Alright, we got we got poo go fed time dot four X. She says no. Free mind says no. Okay. We got a couple of no's. We got a couple of no's. Is watching pornography healthy? Alright, so far we got a couple of no's. That's cool, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Alright, so I'm gonna give a little backdrop on some some facts and st statistics that I found about found out about pornography on this week. So first off, number one, there are around 42 million porn websites, which totals around 370 million pages of pornography. Number two, the porn industry's annual revenue is more than the NFL, NBA, and MLB combined. It is also more than the combined revenues of ABC, CBS, and NBC. 47, 47, goodness, 47% of the families in the United States reported that pornography is a problem in their home. Pornography uses, inc use, increases the marital infidelity rate by more than 300%. 11 is the average age that a child is first exposed, exposed to porn, and 90, 94% of children will see porn by the age of 14. Now, let's look at the mental effects that, that come with pornography when you're watching it. So, when you look at the mental effects, 
some of the things that I found. Porn negatively impacts your sex life and the potential of causing erectile dysfunction in males. We gonna be open and transparent today. We finna talk talk this up. I'm telling you, this is some people get uncomfortable with this topic. Some people don't like to talk about it, but we need to talk about it today and we're going to keep it a stack. Another thing, porn can induce social isolation. And it says, giving in to the impulse to watch pornography on a regular basis results in the loss of ability to resist temptation. Porn also spur spurs incidents of rape and sexual violence. And then porn brings about pessimism in an individual. And then lastly, porn promotes the involvement with multiple sex partners and leads to the spread of STDs. So I put a poll up early on last week about pornography. And the question was the same that I posed just now. Is watching pornography healthy? And you would be surprised. The answers that I got kind of varied. It wasn't all one-sided. It was quite a balance for the most part, depending on which social media platform I was on. Some people were saying, yes, most definitely, it's healthy. Other people said that, nah, I'm not really rocking with it, no. And then on top of that, what I've noticed, and I'm not going to put anybody out there, but I've seen couples that were interacting with the post and their answers were completely opposite. One, one, one person in the relationship said it is healthy. The other person said, no, it isn't. So I'm going to give a little backdrop about me. So early on, pornography was introduced to me at a very, 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 very young age. I want to say I probably got introduced to pornography around the age, I want to say about between 9 and 11, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think it really hit that middle school years with locker room talk, you know what I'm saying, with the boys locker room, everybody sharing their experiences of what they watched and what they got into. And because of that, pornography introduced me into a world that I was honestly not prepared for. And because of that, it created this desire, this strong desire to get into things at an early age that... For me, I had no business getting into. And then on top of that, it didn't make it any better that the church was teaching, oh, no, nah, sex is bad, sex is wrong, you don't need to do this, you don't need to do that, blah, 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 blah. Constantly promoting what I shouldn't do because it's bad, right? Offer it, let me go ahead and eliminate this idea that's in people's head that sex is bad. No, sex is good because God created it. I'm going to say that offer it. Sex is bad when it is taken out of the will of God and done outside of his design. That's when sex is bad. So all my life, I was taught that sex was bad, period. And because of that, what did it do? It created this des desire in me to engage in the activity and see what it's all about. And where did I find this at? In locker room talk, pornography, heavy and because of that, it created this addiction in me that by the grace of God that he allowed me to overcome. I was addicted to pornography for several years, y'all. Several years. And it's been proven scientifically that pornography is a strong, stronger drug, per se, than that of 
heroin, cocaine, weed, whatever you whatever you think. Pornography has that strong of a, a hold on, on people than that of other substances. So the scripture that I want to read to y'all is Matthew 5, verses 27 through 28. And I'm going to read two versions for y'all. I'm going to read the King James Version and then I'm going to read the Message Version because it got a little, little bit of broken down substance to understand a little better. So it says, Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. And then the message version says, you know the next commandment pretty well too. Don't go to bed with another spouse, but don't think you're preserved your virtue simply by staying out of bed. Your heart can be corrupted by lust even quicker than your body. Those leering looks you think nobody notices, they also corrupt. So the question is, is watching pornography healthy? Now I'm gonna address two, two audiences on today. Number one, if you are a believer and you are actively working on your relationship with Christ, this is for you. This is teaching for you 110% because this is what the word of God tells you. Now, if you're not professing salvation, you're probably going to challenge a lot of the things that I'm saying on today. And I'm not here to debate with you. I'm not here to, you know, push this on you. At the end of the day, you are an adult and you're going to do what you want to do. I'm going to put that disclaimer out now. You are going to do what you want to do. Why? Because you have freedom of choice. So I don't want you to feel attacked. I don't want you to feel pressured into doing anything that I'm saying. I'm just going to advise you on the things that God has shown me. The message that I do have for you, if you're not a believer and you're not professing salvation, I want you to know that number one, Jesus loves you. He loves you unconditionally. And he died on the cross just so that you can have a second chance at eternal life. So that's what I want to share with you. Jesus loves you. And he died on the cross for all of your sins. So you could have another chance at eternal life. Now, to all the ones that's professing salvation and you're watching this, you know what I'm saying? And you're curious in it. Those who aren't professing salvation and you're still curious. Is watching pornography healthy? No. 110%. It is not healthy. Why? Because it has such a negative effect scientifically based on the facts that I have already read to you all on the body, on the mental, the physical relationships, it impacts us negatively. When you look at the pornography industry, it is all based on perversion. Pornography dates itself all the way even back to biblical days with uh, erotic uh, wall depictions on the wall, um, drawings and all kinds of stuff that bring about sexual arousal. Right. This this dates all the way back to, to biblical times. Right. And with that being said, all the perversion that's in pornography is not beneficial for us. In pornography, it, it promotes incest. It promotes rape, adultery. And what does that mean? Cheating on your spouse, sleeping with multiple people. It promotes polygamy. And what all that does is taint 
the idea and design that God has created for us. Pornography destroys us and creates such a gap between us and God and puts us in an isolation where the devil is able to conquer our minds. A lot of times we don't realize what pornography does to us and how it affects us. See, a lot of times, especially in the church, you see a lot of men struggle with pornography. They, they won't tell you about it. And what do men do? A lot of times, what do men do? They brush it off by joking about it. Like, oh, <laughs> pornography, this, this and that. And they make a joke to make the situation or the problem that they're facing smaller than what it actually is. See, when we downplay sin, that's when it has even more of an impact on our lives. See, we got to start addressing the problems head on and facing the facts and realize, hey, this ain't beneficial to me spiritually or naturally. Naturally, it has the effects and spiritually is tearing me apart from Christ. But see, a lot of times we're so caught up on our fleshly desires that we feel like that that temp temporary self-gratification is so important that we just got to have it. Like we, we got to get it. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I used to indulge heavy into pornography. Heavy. Every time. I'm kidding you not. Every time I was done watching pornography, I felt guilt. Every time. I felt some sort of guilt because what I just did was not natural. What I just wasted hours out of a day watching was not something that was normal. See, pornography creates this false narrative on what sex is actually supposed to be like in a, in a relationship. It creates this, this false illusion, <coughs> excuse me, and, and puts an idea in your mind that's actually not true at all. And so you're taking what you're seeing on the internet or on, on the TV screen and trying to bring it to your bedroom and wondering why your significant other is like, mm, I don't like that. Mm, that's not it. And now you're not intimately in sync because you're getting ideas from things of the world versus just being one-on-one -on -one getting to know your significant other. See, what people fail to realize and what I had to learn is that when you're watching pornography, believe it or not, you're cheating on your significant other. A lot of people will argue that I've gotten to huge, huge discussions about that because they're like, nah, it's not cheating. Um, it doesn't make sense for it to be cheating because they're not physically touching them. They're not physically with someone else. Do you not know that you can cheat with somebody? Without physical contact? I mean, I clearly just read a scripture here that all it takes is for you to lust in your heart. If you, if you focus too long on, on that thought that popped in your mind or that woman that walked past and you stuck on stupid staring, you've already sinned. You might as well have slept with her. That's what the Bible tells us. I mean, I'm, the scripture says it here. <coughs> You know the next commandment pretty well, too. Don't go to bed with another spouse, but don't think you're preserved your virtue simply by staying out of bed. Your heart can be corrupted by lust even quicker than your body. 
those leering looks you think nobody notices, they also corrupt. See, if you window shop long enough, what are you going to do? You're going to end up buying it. Think about it. See, I watched a sermon a few months back and the pastor was saying, he said, horniness is not a sin. It's what we do with the horniness that causes us to sin and be in sin. See, if we're killing our flesh, right? Like the Bible tells us, we don't have to worry about that. But instead, what are we doing? We're indulging in our flesh. Instead of seeking God, we're seeking things of the world and wondering why we're struggling or why after everything is all said and done, we have this strong remorse and guilt over us. Like why we feel so drained and so depleted. See, a lot of times when people do drugs or anything, or especially, yeah, when people do drugs, right? Oftentimes they're doing the drug over and over again to chase that first high. That's all they're doing. And it's the same thing when people are watching pornography. They're trying to, not to be vulgar, but they're trying to chase that first nut. That first orgasm they, they got on their own by watching pornography. That's what they're trying to chase. Fremont says, why do you think people are so drawn to porn? Honestly, I think people are drawn to porn because of the simple fact it, it entices the flesh. It, it encourages our flesh. You know what I'm saying? It's something that's not of God because we were born into sin. It's something that, that makes our flesh feel good. You know what I'm saying? Not our spirit man. So it's like, mm, because I, I, I shouldn't indulge in this, mm, I really want to. I, it's like, you know those TV shows that have the, uh, the angel on one side and the devil on the other, and the, devil's always, the devil is always saying something to cause you to do something you shouldn't be doing, and he always paints this picture to make it seem like it's actually really good, when in reality it's not. Like Adam and Eve in the garden, when the serpent was talking to Eve, like saying... Come on now, I know God said you're going to die, but you're surely not going to die, like, right now. Like, you, mm. like, what is, there's a song that says, dress it up and make it real for me. What the devil does is he dresses stuff up for you and makes it look really good. But when you uncover it, it's as nasty as ever. See, we get so caught up in that. That instant gratification that after everything is said and done, people don't want to talk about how you feel after the effect. The, the guilt you feel after. The remorse you feel after. The isolation you feel from everyone after. How, think about it. How many times have you indulged in pornography and you just felt separated or you spent time and time and time away from people just watching pornography? It creates separation from reality. Because think about it. You don't know the people you watch them. You may know their name because you've seen them over and over again. But that don't mean you know them. What about pornography that is not just actually watching the sex act? What do you mean by that? Clarify, uh, if you don't mind, clarify your uh, question for me. So I can get a better understanding. What about pornography that is not just actually watching the sex act? Are you talking, are you referring to like, and I'm pretty sure you're probably 
type in, type in the question more. But are you talking about what they call soft pornography, where it's not really the act of intercourse, um, or it's not complete nudity almost, and it's like uh, help help me understand what you what you trying to ask, my brother. Like Zane books comments, there's like a bunch of bunch of versions. Um, I think I'm familiar with Zane books, but are you talking? Help me out, man. I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little. Okay, so I, I touched on it. Um, so like your soft porn type, type thing, right? It's, it still has an influence. That's why you got to be careful what you partake in. It's very important what we're letting our eyes see, our ears hear, and our mouth speak. Very important. If you're putting more of the world inside of you instead of that of God. You're already losing, hands down. Why do I say that? Because I am an example of that happening before. There has been times where I spent more time listening to worldly music, um, playing more video games than studying my word, watching more television than actually praying and fasting. And because of that, I find myself indulging into activities that are not of God, i.e. pornography or engaging in gossip. Or, you know what I'm saying? Things that don't edify Christ, you find yourself doing when you're not submitting yourself to him. The Bible says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. That way he will flee. A lot of times people try to resist the devil without first submitting to God. And that's when all the problems arise. Because we're, we are not physically nor spiritually strong enough to do anything on our own. The Bible says I can do all things through Christ, but a lot of times we take the I can all, do all things through Christ and put I can do all things through i.e. whatever your name is. You know what I'm saying? We put ourselves in the Christ subject line and think that we can do anything. And because of that, we find ourselves struggling. And that's why most of the times a lot of us fail. I know for me, that's how I fall. So those of you just joined in, the question is, is watching pornography Healthy. <coughs> Excuse me. Goodness gracious. Like I said, I touched on two different audiences. Those that are professing salvation, you know what I'm saying, seeking the Lord daily or whatever the case may be. And those, you know, that are just not that they're not trying to, you know, that's that's not what they on right now. And they just curious. You know what I'm saying? They just curious. But pornography is not healthy. It does not benefit the mind, the body, nor the soul. A lot of people say, well, I'm watching it for educational purposes. What educational purposes? Because in reality, what you're seeing is false reality. And you're trying to implement something that is an illusion to what, may, what you may think feels good when, when in reality it, it's not. And a lot of times people get so caught up, right? Like I have, like I've already said. When you're watching pornography, nine times out of ten, you're isolated. You're by yourself. You're in a confinement or where you're where you're by, you're alone. Reason why I say that is because I've done it. There's been times where I'm I'm away from in a whole other room. It's dark and I'm I'm not by anybody and I'm trying to trying to watch porn and I'm looking at my phone and I'm making sure nobody's there because I know what I, what it is is wrong. It's not it's not good. And by the time I'm done. After spending all that time, I feel this guilt. 
Grateful says, so just because movies ain't real, does that mean they aren't good for you? What do you mean by that? Elaborate a little bit for me, if you don't mind. I, I, I think I know where you're going, um, but I'm pretty sure you're probably typing, typing uh, more to the question. So I'm going to read something real quick. 1 Corinthians 6 and 12 says this. It says, all things are lawful unto me. But all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. What that is saying is just because I can do it and it's available to me doesn't mean I need to partake in it. Just because it's there don't mean I need to engage in it. Porn ain't real, you said. No, not that it's, let me correct myself, not that it's not real, because what you're seeing is real individuals have real sex on television. The idea that they're presenting to you, like I said in the beginning, pornography, prom, pornography promotes incest, rape, adultery, and polygamy. It promotes those things. Pornography is perversion that's pushed through, through the TV screens, through the internet screens, that taints the original design and idea of what sex was meant for. <coughs> Excuse me. But does that mean it's bad? Yes, 100%. There are no positive impact. There's no positive influence or impact when it comes to pornography. Especially for those that are professing salvation. If you're professing salvation and you're saying you love Jesus Christ and you're indulging in pornography. You're dead wrong. Hands down. Number one, you're creating a, a separation between you and God. And number two, if you're married and you're watching pornography, you're cheating on your spouse. Believe it or not. Because like I read in the scripture before, if you already lust in your heart, you might as well committed the act physically. Because in God's eyes, it's the same thing. Grateful said, that's a mood starter. <laughs> so, so what you mean it's a mood starter? You need you need pornography to set the mood for you and your lady. You you can't start the mood with, without that. You you need that little you know that little cushion. You know what I'm saying? Help help me understand. And you know what I'm saying like I'm not not trying to downplay you or anything like that. But the intimacy you should have with your significant other should be spot on. God got a virgin prego. What are you trying to imply with that? What, 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 are you, what, are you, what are you trying to imply? The booger with the sugar says he's slacking. Most death. If you need something to enhance your sex life with your significant other, y'all might, might need to get back to the basics, go back to dating, courting, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? And find out what's going on. Is that right? No. Oh, are you talking about are you talking about the Virgin Mary and and God and the Holy Spirit? Is that rape? No, negative. And we could and we could talk about that more offline for sure about the whole Virgin Mary and Jesus and you know her being a willing and able vessel and letting God use her. Yeah, we 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 can most definitely talk about that. But right now, the, the topic at hand, so if I put my seed in a girl without her consent, that's not rape. First of all, 
First of all, just to comment on what you said, if it's without consent, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, that's rape. But you got to read the scriptures, my brother. That's, that's not the topic right now that we're talking about. And we're going we're gonna to chop it up. I'm not going to downplay you that on your question because I want to, that requires more in-depth uh, conversation. And we could talk about that. Matter of fact, I'm going to pin that so that we can talk about that. Let me see. Let me go to your original comment. Boom. That way I won't leave you hanging. But those of you that just joined, is watching pornography healthy? It is not. To my believers out there that are that are struggling, it is a real addiction. It is a real addiction. It's just as bad as being addicted to marijuana. It's just as bad as being addicted to heroin, cocaine, whatever the case may be. It's just as bad. I read some statistics in the big the beginning of this episode. And I'm going to read some of them again, just so you can hear them. Let's see. Number one, over 40 million Americans are regular visitors to porn sites. The average visit lasts six minutes and 29 seconds on average. There are around 42 million porn websites, which totals around 370 million pages of porn. The porn industry's annual revenue is more than the NFL, NBA, and MLB combined. It is also more than the combined revenues of ABC, CBS, and NBC. You addicted to COD and that's not murder. First of all, I'm not addicted to Call of Duty. Um, if I was addicted to Call of Duty, we wouldn't be doing this episode right now. We'd be on the game and I'd spend hours and hours of my days on the game. So, what you said is a false statement. But, hey, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Number four, the next statistic, it says 40% of families in the United States reported that pornography is a problem in their home. Pornography use increases the marital infidelity rate by more than 300%. 11, age 11 is the average age that a child is first exposed to porn and 94% of children will see porn by the age of 14. 56% of American divorces involve only one party having an obsessive interest in pornographic websites. 70% of Christian youth pastors report they had had at least one teen come to them for help in dealing with pornography in the past 12 months. The statistics are real. They're out there. You can research them. You can Google them, Google them yourselves. The effects that pornography has on the individuals is, is very dangerous. And the advancement of technology has allowed pornography to just be one click away. See, back in the day, I remember having conversations with my dad about pornography and him telling me the stories on how, how hard it was to get access to pornography. Now you give a kid an, an iPod touch, an iPod touch, not an iPhone, an iPod touch, and they get a little bit of Wi-Fi on it, they can get, in two clicks, they can be on pornography. Excuse me. In two clicks, they can be on pornography. I'm telling you, it's dangerous, and you gotta be careful, because it will create this stronghold over your life that'll hinder you and keep you Isolated, separated, and secluded 
from the world and further away from God. So, one last time, is watching pornography healthy? No, it is not. I pray that this episode was a blessing to you. I pray that it gave you some clarity, some insight from my believers, for the ones that are professing salvation. If you are watching pornography or you're struggling and you can't stop watching pornography and you want somebody to be standing in agreement with you, praying with you, message me. You don't have to comment in this. You don't have to put it publicly. You can message me directly. I'll pray with you. We will do something together where I will hold you accountable each and every day. And why will I do that? Because I do it with someone else. Please post this. I'm late, but I'm here. I got you, they love. Dot Andrew, I got you. This will be posted. But like I said, if you're struggling or you know someone that's possibly struggling and they desire help, I will be that person that stands in agreement and prays with them. I have no issues. Why? Because I too was addicted to pornography. And it had a strong, strong hold on my life. Stronghold. It hindered me in so many ways. It kept me from being motivated to do things. It kept me from being successful in my marriage and really being able to see my wife for the beautiful woman that she really is. It put a, a, a fake idea in my mind of what sex was really about. So if you struggle with pornography, like I said, matter of fact, I want to pray for you on today. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, you know the situation at hand right now, dear God. Dear God, I ask that you meet that very person right now that's struggling with pornography, dear God. That's struggling to, to stop watching it, dear God, to stop indulging in it, dear God. I ask that you be with them right now in the name of Jesus, dear God. Touch them right where they are, dear God. Dear God, I ask that you break that chain off of their life, dear God, and allow them to be free right now in the name of Jesus, dear God. I speak freedom and deliverance from pornography right now in the name of Jesus. Any bit of sexual immorality, fornication, lust, whatever the case may be, God, I plead the blood of Jesus against it right now and ask that you set them free, dear God. You bring them closer to you like never before, dear God. Dear God, strengthen them and draw them closer to you spiritually so that they submit themselves to you. Resist the devil that way he may flee, dear God. Dear God, you create in them a clean heart and renew a right spirit right now in the name of Jesus, dear God. Dear God, you remind them that they are loved despite all of the fallacies or the mistakes they have made. God, you remind them on today that they are loved and you love them for who they are and not what they did, dear God. Dear God, remind them that they are still your child, dear God. And allow them to know that you're still by their side. God, I ask that you be with them like never before and encourage them the more, dear God. And we won't forget to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. We count victory done right now in the name of Jesus. It's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Like I said, y'all, I pray that this week's episode was a blessing to you. I want you to know that I love you. And like I always say, God loves you more. Y'all be sure to give God some time this weekend, reflect over this week on the areas that you were weak in, the things that you may have done wrong that you need to improve in. I need you to do some self-reflection and do accountability starting with yourself first. Because the only way that you can improve or hold anybody accountable is by first holding yourself accountable. Self-accountability is extremely important. So y'all have a blessed weekend. And like I said, I love you. But more importantly, God loves you more.
Y'all be blessed. Yo, 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 it's your boo.